The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hi, everyone. We have a guest here today. We have Razzle, who used to be a podcast listener back at Predent, and now you're a D2, right? Or are you still D1? You're D2, right? A D2. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit, where you're from, where you're at school now? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Razzle. I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I currently attend A.T. Still University, the Arizona School of Dentistry and Oral Health, and I'm super excited to be here. I'm, um, yeah, I moved from Los Angeles to Mesa, Arizona last year, and it's kind of crazy how fast things are going, but yeah, it's an honor to be here. (laughs) I know it's flown by. That's why I was like, I'm pretty sure you're a D2 because I'm already a D4. So you must be a D2. Yeah. (laughs) Did you feel like there's a big difference in your mentality from D1 versus D2? I hear from a lot of people at our school and I kind of felt like a lot of that just like pressure and nerves slowly kind of melts away throughout first year and you just get used to like the hecticness and the way that so many exams and practicals and everything, you're not as, I guess, phased by it. How has that been for you? Yeah, I would agree. I feel like now or before, actually, I was really nervous for all these tests coming. And um, at ASDA, we have a pass-fail curriculum. And in undergrad, I was so focused on getting like the best grades ever and like getting like at least like a B or like like a good grade but at ASDO you need a 75% or higher to pass and when I found that out I was like whoa that's crazy (laughs) and when I first started as a D1 I was like oh I am studying like a little too hard for these exams and I probably shouldn't put that much pressure on myself because yeah I want to try my best but I also want to pass but now I feel a little less stressed and more relieved because we're all here to pass and we're all going to be dentists at the end of the day. But yeah, I think I'm way more used to taking all these tests. Um, Something that ASDO does is that they like to put our tests right after vacations. And at first I was like, that's kind of scary, but now I'm kind of used to it. So yeah. So do you have like a fall break and then you come back for midterms or what does that look like for this semester? Um, so as a D1, we have a fall break, Thanksgiving break, and then winter break. Um, but then as a D2, we don't have a fall break anymore. So our only breaks are Thanksgiving, um, a holiday break. We have spring break and then summer break, but they're very short. Like our summer break, I think, is a week this year compared to a month last year. So yeah, a big change. <laughs> oh, wow. So like, but D1s versus D2s versus three D3s versus D4s all kind of have different 
academic year schedule and different breaks? Yeah, we do. Okay. So we have the longest break. They have a month of summer, they have a fall break and yeah, it's just longer. But then as you move up like D3, D4, you don't really get many breaks because you're working in the clinic all the time. Interesting. For us, it's like we have an academic calendar and then all four classes follow it. So we all have the same time that we're on break, except the first years get um, they don't get the July 4th week off because they just started like three weeks before that. So they don't need a break yet because they just started dental school is kind of the thought process. But other than that, we're all on the exact same schedule and it's usually like two weeks between semesters, but we don't get a fall break either. So fall can be a little heavy when you're D1, D2, and still in a lot of exams and everything, but we don't even have any classes now. So it's so nice. (laughs) Oh, wow. So you're mostly in the clinic, like full time. Exactly. Yeah. And then worrying about boards whenever you take those and everything. When you said doing clinicals at your school, what does that look like? Do you have a clinic in your dental building and then also external sites that you go to? Yeah. So um, as a D1 and D2, we have um the main building well it's called we have the dental clinic and then upstairs is our sim clinic and um as d1s and d2s and d3s you're going to be staying on campus most of the time but as d4s you're going to have external rotations so one thing that's pretty unique about our school is that they get to like students get to go around the U.S. to like four or five different rotation sites and their community health centers, which is really cool. So they're serving the underserved and um, basically the sites can range from four to six weeks and then they'll come back to ASDO for four to six weeks and then go on another rotation four to six weeks. So it's a lot of moving around, but it's a really great opportunity to work as a student doctor at those places. And you get a lot of really good experiences and people like choosing their sites based on the specialties. So sometimes um, one site can be more operative based, another can be more oral surgery based. So it really depends what you what you want. That's awesome. We don't get any say in where we go for our external rotations. They're all in the state of Michigan, so we're not traveling too far the furthest you're going maybe like a five or six hour drive. Most of them are two to three hours and then you'd stay for two weeks at a time. But we do four weeks a semester per site. And then the next semester you'd get another site. And then your last semester you'd have another site, but we don't really get any say in where we go. So like the one I'm in right now is really slow because it just opened and it's like all pediatrics. It's not like I said, I wanted to do pediatrics, which is good experience, but just because it's a brand new clinic, it's really slow. So it's not the best rotation. And obviously, if I could have chosen, I would have picked something different. But it's nice that you guys get a little bit of say in where you end up going fourth year. Yeah, we get to rank, I think, our top six. And then the school chooses four sites from that list, um, depending if it's available. So sometimes they can throw like a random one in there. But yeah. And do you know like what kind of states are on that list like how far are people traveling from Arizona yeah so I've heard Seattle is really popular there's Oregon there is Wisconsin Chicago I think DC like all over Texas that's far yeah wow yeah oh Alaska too what wow kind of crazy so honestly they have a lot of sites to choose from so yeah it's really cool 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And as first and second years, are you spending any time in the dental clinics with when the patients are there? Are you assisting or do you start doing profies or anything? Yeah, so as D1s, we're mostly assisting in the clinic. We usually assist the D3s and D4s, and um, we're just like learning, shadowing, basically learning all about how ASDO clinic runs. And then as D2s, I actually saw my first patient not too long ago, like a month and a half ago, and it was for a profi. I've seen two um, patients so far, so it's been so exciting. Um, I was really nervous at first, but it went well, so... I'm glad, <laughs> but my next patient will be a maintenance, so we are moving, <laughs> so that's fun. And then when do you get to do your first restoration usually? Um, so we're actually allowed to do simple restorations now, so like class ones and class fives, um, and yeah, it's just whenever, if there's like a patient available for us, I'll probably just put it in our schedule. So we can actually see like simple restorations. That's cool. And how does scheduling work at your school? I know you're not in clinic yet, but for us, when I became a third year, I got a whole list of about 25 patients and they were like my patients. And I was the one that contacted them, scheduled them, was their main provider. And then as the year went on, I requested new patients that were being admitted to the school or switched around between providers and like my list just kept growing but I still had my own little like patient family that I managed do you guys have your own set of patients or are they shared between a d2 d3 how does that work so it's kind of both um as do we have these little families so basically mentors so I have like two d3 mentors and then my d3 mentors have mentors that are d4s so um the way it works is that they basically like pass their patients on like like a family like once d4s are done they're gonna pass it to d3s and then the current d3s have passed their profi patients to me which is really nice so it's kind of like a rotation um at asdo we have these clinics called comprehensive care units they're called ccus and there's four at our school um and basically students are placed um in like one CCU and depending on your CCU you have like a different clinic director so things are run like differently in each clinic but um yeah in the clinic I'm in we do have like a patient list and sometimes I'll get a new patient that just started going to ASDO or I'll get someone from my mentor it kind of just depends yeah that's actually pretty similar to us too we have four different clinics and the clinic you start in is the one you're going to work in the whole time. And we also have like clinic directors that at each clinic and they run things a little different. Like we're supposed to have the same rules, but everyone has their, you know, style that they go about it. So each clinic kind of is its own little world almost. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess jumping back, so we're talking ahead to clinic and things you're not super, super heavy into yet, but what was like your first couple weeks of D1 like in terms of 
getting acclimated to academics, trying to make friends. How did all that go for you? Yeah, so um, when we started school, we actually had our orientation week for a week in July, and then we had white coat ceremony, which is interesting. It was right before we started, so we barely knew everyone. (laughs) And then we started school. Um, I actually got COVID like the first week of school and I had to miss my first few days of school and I was so sad and there were like 20 of us that caught COVID (laughs) so that was kind of sad but um, I would say that it was an adjustment for me like moving from California to here it was hard because I didn't really have friends here I didn't really know anyone and I feel like I was really homesick for a little bit just because I'm super close with my family and I haven't moved like away this far from them, even though it's like an hour flight. (laughs) But um, yeah, I would say as time went on um, and as we got more busy, I started making more friends here in the dental school. And without them, I feel like I wouldn't know where I'd be. But yeah, they have been a really good support system here. And for academics, I was actually really surprised because in undergrad, I feel like things in undergrad, like the classes and tests were a little more difficult than the ones in dental school, to be honest, like the didactic portion. I think it's maybe because we have already like a background in those sciences. Um, I think it started getting hard when we started musculoskeletal and head and neck anatomy. That's when it started really um, speeding up. And I think even though it was hard, we still got through it though. <laughs> I, I think getting used to all the tests was a transition, but um, yeah, I think we're, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah. One of the things someone pointed out to me about one of the big differences between like a biology or whatever you're studying in undergrad to dental school is now our exams, at least for us, they're like all multiple choice. So compared to like orgo where you have to write out all these answers calc or like a lab report that are much more like you have to be able to explain yourself and why you think the answer is what it is like we're not really having essay tests about biomaterials so I think that's another reason it's a little less hard sometimes it can be just a lot of like memory and repetition in dental school yeah um we actually just took our endo test and that was actually fill in the blank like we actually had to write the definitions out but half of it was multiple choice and we weren't really used to filling in the blank so that was a little hard for us because we were so used to multiple choice all the time look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's good. As long as you knew it was coming, then it probably was okay. (laughs) (laughs) For being pass-fail... I feel like people could have two perspectives on that, like liking it because there's a bit less competition and you also don't need to be as hard on yourself trying to like get those perfect scores. Some of my classmates here joke that dental schools pass fail if you believe it is, even though ours is graded. They're like, well, technically you need to pass to graduate and no one's going to look at your grades if you're going into X, Y, Z thing or working or whatever. So I thought that was funny, even though we're graded. Some people have a pass-fail mentality still. 
But most of my classmates, I feel like really push to get those like super high test scores. Um, And a lot of that's because people want to specialize. So what's kind of your perspective on that? Yeah, so um, I've been hearing like a lot of concerns if pass-fail makes you competitive enough for those specialty programs. And what I've noticed is that I think a lot of dental schools are transitioning to pass-fail, which is really cool. And I think at ASDO, there's a lot of ways to stand out. So there we have a lot of leadership opportunities, different clubs to be in. So I think that's one way to stand out. And then we also have some research opportunities. And I think just getting those letters of recs from like your professors is really important too. But um, I really like the pass-fail curriculum. I like how everyone's very supportive and um, people aren't afraid to share their notes. And that makes me really happy because I wanted to be somewhere where people are very collaborative and they care about you and they don't care just about the grades. So that's been really nice. And yeah, I I really like how our class is supportive. And um, when someone sees that you're struggling, they'll probably ask questions like, are you okay? So they really care. And I like that a lot. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that is special. And that's not something at every school. And when people ask about Michigan, I'm like, it's so class to class dependent. Like the D1s have a different dynamic than our current D2s and our current D3s and our current D4s and the D5s, D6s, all the other, like every class that comes in has a different dynamic. But the fact that we are graded does lend itself more towards, I guess, like a competitive nature. And it just depends like what people you're surrounding yourself with or what goals you're putting on yourself. I think that's the biggest thing. And what advice I give people if they're feeling bogged down or stressed about like their test scores and things I'm like well it's you versus you like that's all that matters like you doing your own personal best and I think it's depending what school you go to that can be a challenge for people to kind of wrap their heads around a little bit so I want to know you mentioned like student orgs and leadership and things what are maybe like your top three dental school events or like student org activities that you've enjoyed so far um does this include like uh like national stuff or just my school it can be national it can be conferences it can be literally anything okay um I would say one of my favorite events was the ASDA National Leadership Conference in Chicago that's where I met Haley so that's fun yeah (laughs) and I really liked it because it was so cool to see all the dental schools come together and meeting people from all over the U.S., which was so cool. Um, It was my first time attending like a big conference like that. So that was really fun. And um, they had this like huge vendor fair. So like a lot of free stuff and I like free stuff. (laughs) So I thought that was fun. Um, So that's one event. At ASDO, we actually have like um, a formal I forgot what it was called. Oh, it was called Mandible in April. And you get to dress up really fancy, like a prom. And I didn't know dental schools had that. So I thought that was really fun. Like you get to see everyone not in scrubs and they all dress up fancy and um, professors go there too. And it's just a fun night with like food and dancing. So that was a fun event. Um, another event that was really fun, and it's actually coming up next or this weekend, we have this event called Pontics and Politics. So it's basically ASDO versus Midwestern in 
Arizona in Glendale, Arizona, and basically they have teams that debate each other about certain um, dental topics that are like controversial. So actually one of the topics last year was should dental schools be pass fail? And then I think ASDA was like, yes, it should be. And then Midwestern was like, no, it shouldn't. So you get to see them debate at this like venue and then um, the judges are the deans of like both schools and like professors so it's just really fun and then I got to meet a lot of the Midwestern students so yeah that was fun I really like meeting students from different schools so that's been a fun time yeah yeah I think it's so cool when you get to meet people at other programs just you can like exactly what we're doing now like pick their brain like oh we do it this way we do it that way or this helped me or oh, like someone from Michigan is in your class and I knew them or something. That's always like so fun when they're those random connections. Like I forget what it was. I think another person I met that's a dental student from Instagram goes to Tufts and then his roommate that he happened to move in with is my dental school roommate's old roommate from college. (laughs) Like all these just like crazy connections. And then another person I did a podcast with another dental student, his roommate was my like little at my college and like our pre-health society. So like, it's so funny. People just like spread out and everyone's connecting and forming their own like live paths, but it's cool when like things come back together somehow. That's so cool. Such a small world. (laughs) I know. Exactly. So we talked about dental school a good bit and kind of your transition and some of the things you enjoy, but for pre-dental people, what would be your biggest tip for application time, whether it's like a practical thing or just like a mindset thing? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest tips I have is applying early. And I know a lot of people say that, but I think it really helps if you like apply within the first month. Um, I think that would really help your application since it is a rolling admissions space. And um, just being prepared for like asking your recommend, what is it? Your letter, <laughs> your writers basically for your letters of rec, um, asking them in advance for those letters because it does take a long time. And I remember like freaking out because I asked someone like in advance, but the person didn't upload it on the portal. And I was freaking out because I was like, no, (laughs) even though I have like my whole app done, like you're waiting on those letters. So whatever you can do to submit that and alleviate all the stress, that would be great. (laughs) And then I would say for a mindset um, tip, I would just say to not compare yourself to people. For me, I would really go on SDN and I'd look up like the GPA everyone got and I would see people be like, oh, I got like a 30 on my DAT. And I was like, I'm not even close to that. (laughs) And it just didn't make me feel good about myself. And I, um, like like you were saying, like I think it was, it's really good to just focus on your own path because everyone is on a different journey and um, you don't have to have the best grades ever to get in and everyone's special in their own way. So just be you and keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, just have like a positive mindset when you're applying, even though it can be stressful. <laughs> I love all of that. And usually at the end of episodes, I also ask people like for final words of wisdom, but I feel like you just gave a lot of good words of wisdom. But do you have anything to say to fellow dental students before we wrap up? Ooh, um, to the dental students, 
I would say just try your best. There's going to be days that are very challenging and hard and you feel like you want to give up. And then you, you think like, why are you even there? Cause I've felt all of those like today in endo, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but just keep going and the hard work will definitely pay off. So yeah, you made it this far. So just keep going. I love the good vibes and positive energy. We all need more of that in our life, I would say. And you have an amazing Instagram and TikTok. So do you want to plug your channels? And if people have questions, they could message you on Instagram, probably. Yeah. So my Instagram and TikTok handles are at Razzle and Dentistry, R-A-Z-E-L in Dentistry. So if you ever have any questions, if you ever want advice or just want to talk, feel free to message me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Haley. Thank <laughs> you.